Good morning, Faith family. We are excited to go further with you this week into our sermon from this past Sunday. But you can see it wasn't Dr. Moody who shared the sermon this past week. It was our dear friend, Kurt Edgerton. How awesome did he yes. do this week? Yes, it was neither of the Dr. Moody's, as That's he right. said. Uh, <laughs> but he, he, he was humble in his presentation of of uh, where he fit in the in the pecking order, but he hit it out of the ballpark. Gosh, he did. So good. You know what the beauty of that is, is you, as we make disciples who make disciples, and you see, you see somebody like Kurt Edgerton uh, process uh, the kingdom of God, the gospel of God over these last three years. I, I remember him teaching with alongside of me in Nepal. Oh, wow. From then to today to, to Sunday was, was so much progress. Um, and I even asked him later, I said, you know, what were some of those distinctions, differences uh, between maybe how you would have taught in the, in the past right. to today? And he, he said, word and spirit, you know, and, and to see he really married those well, right? Word and spirit. You absolutely. could feel the Holy Spirit's power and the gifting and the word was taught. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My, my wife, Allison, was blown away by Kurt this past Sunday. So Kurt's a dear friend of not only our faith family, but us here, right, uh, at Further, uh, the, at the episode, the podcast. So great job to Kurt. Uh, you know, what Kurt talked about this week, I, I found really interesting because you've been walking through Judges, and Kurt connected uh, the first fall of man in Genesis to Judges. And I, and I found so many parallels in what seems like a, a story we've heard many times, yes. right, a scenario area we've walked through many times, but to see it parallel to Judges was just really cool to me. I found so many points that that Kurt brought up uh, in the sermon from this past Sunday, and also just just new things that I, that I found in the Word. Uh, the first thing that came to mind in, in chapter 2 and 15, uh, verse 15, it, God put Adam to work, uh, and, and you know, he said, keep up the garden, maintain its integrity. It made me think of my favorite verse, Philippians 3.14, I press on towards the price for which Christ Jesus has called me heavenward. God loves hard work for his kingdom, right? And and, and Adam went to work uh, on that garden to, to maintain it and to keep it uh, to keep it appropriate for its purpose, right? And, and not just busy work, this was, this was a faith-based mission that he had. Yeah. You know, this is, as he said, the proto-story. So just Judges and this story and your story, they all connect, right? We call it the meta-narrative. Um, and this, the story begins with God has made you for a purpose, yeah. right? It's four spiritual laws of Bill Bright, spiritual law number one, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Mm. And, that, and that involves toil, right? That involves work. Now, the original garden story didn't have uh, toil in the word, in the way that the ground for mm. man, it, it required extra work. That comes in Genesis 3, but we are all born into that toil, mm. right? We, we don't have garden living from the beginning like they did. Yeah. But the, the story does begin with, with that first spiritual law. Yeah, you know? yeah. Love it. Love it. You know, and, and I, going into uh, chapter 2 again in verse 17, this is one question I wanted to pose to you, Dr. Moody. Uh, in that verse, God tells Adam he will surely die, right, if he eats from that tree. I wanted to offer it up to you to maybe share with our listeners and our watchers this week. What did he really mean by that? Was it spiritual? Was it physical? A combination? Yeah, you know, we have some New Testament passages that describe what went on in Genesis 3. Mm. And in connecting to that uh, from Galatians to Romans, for instance, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, right? What kind of death is that? Well, obviously here in, in, Roman, in, in Genesis, he didn't physically die immediately. Mm -hmm. So there has to be multiple types of death. 
And uh, we, we say in English sometimes, you're dead to me, right? Which represents a, a separation comment, like I'm, I'm separated from you. And so the way theologically we talk about what happened uh, in just the phenomenon of, of Genesis is they, there was spiritual separation. Mm. They were walking together in the garden, and now after sin, immediately uh, there's, as we see in Genesis 3, there's fear, there's yeah. uh, there's a shame, uh, there's hiding, all these things are are the results of sin. Yeah. So there's a separation, a death between God and man, between man and man, between man and woman, mm. you know, and so yeah. you see all that. So it's separation would be the proper way to Got talk it. about it. Good stuff. Thank you for that. Uh, you know, in looking ahead again in, in chapter two, I, I, I look at this verse of 19 and 20 and, and how God gave Adam the mission to, to name the animals that he created. It just reminded me that this God in heaven is also a dad to us. You know, I think about Nash and Nolan when I tell them, hey, uh, you know, let's, let's, go, let's go name this or what do you want to call this toy? You know, anything like that. They love it. They get so excited just to offer up their opinion of something, right? Yeah. It reminds me of how God created us in, in his image. He knows what we like. He knows what we enjoy, uh, something that's going to honor him in, in this way. So I just thought that was really neat. It's just a reminder uh, of how God looks at us in, in the big picture and big things for our lives, yeah. but also just these little things. Yeah. Too. And I think that's a good connection to Kurtz in, the, in, the, in Genesis, their third or fourth point, when you move from the naming uh, to the temptation in the garden with Adam and Eve, mm. how it says that Adam and, and Kurt brought this out. It's a huge point. It jumps out at you in the Hebrew. It says that Adam, who was with her, then took and ate. Mm. So Eve is brought into the sin and the temptation first, and then Adam, who was with her. In Hebrew, there's two ways to say with her. One is with her having just arrived, and another is with her having been there all along. Guess which one it is? Mm. It's the latter. He had been with her all along. So you go from this naming and speaking up and and being a part of that to this, he's not saying what he, he's not discipling, he's not uh. mentoring. And so this is actually, I, I want to make this point because this is something I think and get excited about every Christmas, is uh, the celebrations we have as, as men leading our family spiritually to speak up and to celebrate the good news of Jesus at Christmas. I mean, Christmas preaches the gospel by itself. Mm-hmm. And so involving your kids in that is a big part of our life. And I, I want to highlight something. You could buy it today. If you watch this video and you want to get on Family Life, I think you, I found it on eBay earlier today. It's called Adornaments. It's 12 different little ornaments that praise Jesus for his names, oh, right? So, so cool. each of them, and, and I, I've done this for 15 years. We've had it for 15 years. And each kid reads, names a name of Jesus, and then has a little like three-sentence paragraph. And we do that before we open any gifts so that all 12 of the names of Jesus are the gifts that. that he is for us. So the Lion of Judah, right? The uh, the Bread of Life, the Light of the World. Those are the kinds of names on the card. So you can buy it online and, and get your kids naming who Jesus is is, right? I love it. Maybe we can drop that in the comments on our post this week so you can find it. So awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Well, moving along, uh, Kurt also went into chapter three, uh, you know, and and he made a point uh, around this uh, on verse six. But this is something that I know you've talked about in the past. It talks about the, the delight, that right? That was the first kind of signal of, of this tree and this fruit that was in the tree. And I wanted to also ask you about this. You know, do you see that as the, as the start of sin? Or what, is, what does the word tell us about yeah. that? It, so it's nice to compare this to the sin of David and Bathsheba. Mm. And they have the same kind of verbs, right? They, they saw, they desired, 
they took and then they ate, mm. right? So whether it's Adam and Eve in the garden or whether it's David and Bathsheba in the sin of adultery, um, it's, it's the same process. So the question I ask a lot of seminary students and disciples, I'll say, where did sin begin? Well, not in the seeing, right? We call that temptation. It, and nor is it in the final fruition of it where you're actually taking a bite of the fruit, mm. right? Uh, we, we, we say, well, that's the easiest. Yeah, if sin began at the bite, but according to this and the story of David and Bathsheba, it was in the delight, right? It became desirable. That's when you kind of, C.S. Lewis uh, used to say it's, or it's, it's, it's the birds are flying around. It's when you make a nest in your hair and then they land in your head, right? right? And so sins of the mind. And so oftentimes that's where we lose the battle. Mm -hmm. We lose the battle in our, our stinking thinking. Absolutely. Right? It, so. it, it, I remember, you know, story time again. I remember when I asked uh, my father-in-law now for Allison's hand in marriage. And I was very <laughs> nervous about that, walking up those stairs. And I'm sure he knew what I was coming up there for and, and what I was going to ask. But one of the points that we talked about, I think we were together for more than an hour, just uh, he, he was sharing really just his wisdom uh, and, and just advice, really, uh, of Obviously, there were some you know strong, encouraging words in there as well. But one of the points that we talked about that he shared with me is, don't give, don't build the arena for there to be this battle of, yeah. of sin, right? Don't don't walk into that scenario. Just avoid the scenario altogether. Yeah, don't get in the arena with the lion. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So that that stuck out to me. Uh, and, and Kurt made a point about that. You know, this this hidden sins that we have, this this hidden secrets, uh, how that can just breed temptation in a marriage, right? Yeah. Between, between a wife and a husband. In Celebrate Recovery, we often say you're only as sick as your secrets, mm. right? Because those things do make you sick. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to write that one down, save yeah. that one. <laughs> well, awesome. Awesome. Moving uh, along here uh, into Mark Moore and, and uh, Kurt's sermon here. Uh, he, he also uh, shared uh, a really good point that I love, how God made man and woman complimentary. Uh, and it's really, it's a huge anti-culture notion today, uh, you know, yeah. about equality, but really God made us for certain purposes, right? Yeah. And, we, and we complement each other so well. I think about Allison, how she's very good at making me relax and just calm down and not uh, go 100 miles an hour every day and how I compliment her by just wanting to overserve her and overwork for her, yeah. right? To honor her in that way, because, you know, she's the one at the, at the house with the three kiddos. She, she makes you relax and you stretch her, That's right? right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make so, her take risks. Right, right. I, I love that uh, that point from from Kurt on Sunday. Yeah, and so here's my last kind of comment. It's it's how much gospel right in this proto story is is the gospel. And every one of these judges stories that we're we're going to cover the the song of Deborah this week mm. coming up. We'll cover the and then we're going to actually go into the song of Elizabeth the week okay. after that, and then the song of Mary. And so we'll cover these songs and we'll celebrate some of the stories of of the hymns of Christmas carols. But in here, you see the gospel. In every Christmas song, every, every story from the book of Judges, you see, you see the gospel. And I, I love how verse 7 says, they sewed fig leaves together. And the Hebrew here is tafar. It means to sew for yourself. I love the joke that, that uh, Kurt made about how uncomfortable fig leaves are. <laughs> but the point here is that it was an act of self-righteousness. Right. These fig leaves were minding their own business and glorifying God, and they were killed and then used uncomfortably so for a self-righteous act. But then if you move down to verse 21, you see the Lord God made garments of skin 
And uh, here is the Hebrew labash, mm. which means to make a complete garment. He kills an animal, sacrifice of Jesus being the imagery, right. but he, he didn't just make a fig covering, covering over private parts, right? He made a full covering, the fullness. So self-righteousness takes you nowhere, but mm. uh, God's righteousness takes you fully, mm. right? And that's the gospel. And Love that's what it. we preach at Christmas, right? And so encouragement there is to see some of the neat aspects of the Hebrew language as well as the story. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Well, we do have a call to action or I'll call it a gift this week for our watchers and listeners. There's a, a really, really good visual. I'll call it an easy visual. It's really to better understand and explain the choice of sin, which is what we see here, the, the original sin. It's it's called the free will's crux. And what we're going to do, we're going to share that visual in the post, uh, in, in the comments for you this week. I would just call you to, to to take that in, to digest it, and be able to share that with someone uh, this Christmas season. Pray for that opportunity to share it with someone. So we're going to share that with you uh, this week. We thank so much, uh, Dr. Moody, for coming on this week. And again, fantastic job uh, to Kurt this week. So many blessings he had, I know, on our family uh, for preaching this week on, on Sunday. So with that, thank you so much for watching and listening. Go and be the church.